0: I can only observe this in particular to show the reason why so much of my time went away with so little work, that is, that what might be a little to be done with help and tools was a vast labor and required a prodigious time to do alone and by hand. But notwithstanding this, with patience and labor, I got through everything that my circumstances made necessary to me to do as will appear by what follows. I was now, in the months of November and December, expecting my crop of barley and rice. The ground I had manured and dug up for them was not great, for, as I observed, my seed was of each, not above the quantity of half-peck, and, for I had lost one whole crop by sowing in the dry season, But now my crop promised very well, when on a sudden I found I was in danger of losing it all again by enemies of several sorts, which it was scarcely possible to keep from it, as first the goats, and wild creatures which I called hares, who, tasting the sweetness of the blade, lay in it night and day as soon as it came up, and ate it so close that it could get no time to shoot up into stock. This I saw no remedy for but by making an enclosure about it with the hedge, which I did with a great deal of toil and the more because it required speed. However, as my arable land was but small, suited to my crop, I got it totally well fenced in about three weeks' time, and shooting some of the creatures in the daytime, I set my dog to guard it in the night, tying him up to a stake at the gate, where he would stand and bark all night long. So, in a little time, the enemies forsook the place, and the corn grew well and strong, and began to ripen apace. But, as the beasts ruined me before, while my corn was in the blade, So the birds were as likely to ruin me now, when it was in the ear. For going along by the place to see how it throve, I saw my little crop surrounded with fowls, of I know not how many sorts, who stood, as it were, watching, till I should be gone. I immediately let fly among them, for I always had my gun with me. I had no sooner shot, but there rose up a little cloud of fowls, which I had not seen at all, from among the corn itself. This touched me sensibly, for I foresaw that in a very few days they would devour all my hopes, that I should be starved and never be able to raise a crop at all, and what to do I could not tell. However, I resolved not to lose my corn, if possible, though I should watch it night and day. In the first place, I went among it to see what damage was already done, and found they had spoiled a good deal of it, but that, as it was yet too green for them, the loss was not so great, but that the remainder was likely to be a good crop, if it could be saved. I stayed by it to load my gun, and then coming away I could easily see the thieves sitting upon all the trees about me, as if they only waited till I was gone away, and the event proved it to be so, for as I walked off, as if I was gone, I was no sooner out of their sight than they dropped down one by one into the corn again. I was so provoked that I could not have patience to stay till more came on knowing that every grain that they ate now was, as it might be said, easily, a peck loaf to me in the consequences. But coming up to the hedge, I fired again, and killed three of them. This was what I wished for. So I took them up, and served them as we serve notorious thieves in England, hanged them in chains for a terror of them. It is impossible to imagine that this should have had such an effect as it did, for the fowls would not only not come at the corn, but, in short, they forsook all that part of the island, and I could never see a bird near the place as long as my scarecrows hung there.